Good to be at church, ain't it? Amen. Amen. I can't think anywhere else I'd rather be than church. Amen. Luke 11. Let me give you this thought for a little while. I pray it'd be a help to us. Amen. Luke 11. And uh, down here, let's look over in verse number 1. It said, It came to pass that as the as he was praying in a certain place, when he, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. As John also taught his disciples. If I was going to learn from somebody how to pray, I believe I'd want to learn from Jesus. Amen. And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And if the Lord help us for a little while, I just want to give you a thought. I want to preach on this thought. If the Lord help us, it said our Father in verse 2. And if the Lord help me for a little while, I want to preach on prayer, our Father's toolbox. Prayer, our Father's toolbox. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us come to church this morning. I pray, dear God, we leave with something that help us. God, I know I fail you. God, worse. That, that, I, that, I, that I ought to, God, many times. God, I sure am glad for the grace and mercy of God. I'm glad for forgiveness, God. I'm glad that First John 1, 9 is in the Bible, God, that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God, I'm glad we have a Savior. Oh, God, in times like these, we need a Savior. God, I'm glad... That in times like these, I don't only need one, I got one. God, I pray that you'd help me preach this morning. Fill me the Holy Ghost. Help your people this morning. Help us just rejoice in the fact that we can pray and get a hold of God. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Lord, help us all preach on that thought. Prayer, our Father's toolbox. I got to look at this thought about prayer. And verse number one, the Bible said, I want to give you the person of prayer. And then in this story, the person of this prayer, Bible said it came to pass that as he was praying, as he was praying. But I'm glad if you're going to learn how to pray, you ought to learn from Jesus how to pray. Amen. Jesus is the Father's Son. He's God Almighty in the flesh. In fact, the Bible said that in him dwells all the fullness of of the Godhead bodily, amen. So what's that mean? All the power the Father has, all the power the Son has, all the power the Holy Ghost has is in the Lord Jesus, amen. He is all the Godhead bodily, amen. I believe He is God Almighty. He wasn't just a good prophet. He's not just a good man. He's not somebody just good to talk about. Jesus Christ is God. That's who he is. And yet Jesus prayed. If Jesus did to pray, how much more me and you need to pray? He kept a good connection between him and his father. In fact, the Bible said on one occasion that he prayed all night. And boy, yet we don't we, we find like five minutes a day to pray. Amen. Amen. Boy, let's 
Lord, I want to learn from him. If he, if Jesus, the Son of God, prayed, how much more we ought to pray? Amen. The person of prayer. Let me give you this, the place of prayer. I believe you ought to have your place where you can get along with God and pray. If it ain't nothing no more than your recliner. If it's in your bed when you go to sleep. And just kneeling beside your bed, praying while you're in your bed, reading your Bible, whatever. Find you a place where you get along with God and pray. Amen. A place of prayer. He was praying in a certain place. When he ceased, I do want to take time out and say this. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Yet he ceased. By the way, Jesus didn't sing him. <laughs> yep, but the Bible said pray without ceasing. So is it a sin to stop? Is it a sin to get off your knees? No. I believe it's saying have an attitude of prayer all day. An attitude of wanting God all day. And I believe Jesus never had one moment where he did not want connection with his Father. He never had one moment, one second, one moment in his life where he did not want connection with his Father. How I, as I wonder, boys, a lot of people, I believe, they live life. and doesn't matter if they ever connect to the Father or not. I, it matters, it matters, it matters. Amen. But uh, listen to this. I ain't the message. Let me listen to this. A passion of prayer. The Bible said, Lord, teach us how to pray. That ain't what it said. Well, I read that so many times I was younger. I, when I first got saved, I read that into that. I heard it said so many times that I thought that's what it said. That ain't what it says. Lord, teach us to pray. You know what that means? After they got done listening to Jesus pray, they realized they have never prayed. When they got done listening to God Almighty, talk to God Almighty. Hey, listen, they got done talking, listening to the Son talking to the Father. They said, boy, I don't believe I've ever really prayed. Hey, teach me how to do that. Teach me how to pray. And by the way, listen, you don't need to be taught how to sing. You don't need to be taught how to preach. Hey, somebody don't need to be taught how to teach. Somebody don't need to be taught how to do all the rest of that. We need to be taught how to pray. Because we need prayer more than anything else. If prayer's right, preaching will be right. If prayer's right, singing will be right. If prayer's right, church will be right. Amen. Let me give you this. Presumption of prayer. Look at verse 2. Passion of prayer is they want to learn how to do it. And he said unto them, when ye pray, when ye pray. I wrote down presumption of prayer. What that means is, he didn't say, if you pray, do this. He said, when you pray. Not if. When. No, well, maybe if you get a chance to pray. Uh, not maybe if you get a chance some point in time during the day, pray. He said, when you pray. He said, because you are going to pray. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, I believe a saved child of God ought to want to pray. There's desire on the inside to pray that I never had before. I didn't want to pray before I got saved. Who cares if you prayed before you got saved? Amen. Yeah, I didn't care. I prayed every once in a while when something really bad happened, I'd pray. <laughs> but I didn't pray whenever everything's going good. Sure didn't ever thank him, 
But now since I got saved, there's a, there's a life of prayer put on the inside. And I'm going somewhere, you hang with me. There's a life of prayer put on the inside that makes my heart cry out to God. Amen. Listen to this. I wrote down there, I got thinking about the provisions of prayer. Verse 2 through 4, you can find them. And I thought about tools in God's toolbox. And I got some of them. I got thinking about one of them. We got all kinds of tools in God's toolbox. I got thinking about one of them. I got to read this. Look, look, look down here in verse number two. And I'm going somewhere. You just hang with me. Amen. When you pray, not if, when you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. If I read that part, it said this. Jesus told him he'd been praying to his father. Hey, you find all throughout the scripture, Jesus is praying to his father. He says, hold on a minute. If you're saved, he's your father too. Amen. I believe he tells his disciples, not only is he my daddy, but he's your daddy. Not only is he my father, but he's your father. Hey, listen, our father. Amen. He said, I got nothing to say amen about. I tell you, if he's your father, you do. Hey, if he's your father, hey, you've got something to be excited about. If you've got God as a father. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm glad I got a father. Amen. Amen. Well, I got to read about that and thought about this. Uh, we need we need a tool in God's toolbox to retight or re refasten some things. I got thinking about it. You get saved, we was lost. We was like a boat fell to the ground. We'd fail. We'd fail. Hit the ground. We were falling. Man had fallen. Man was going to hell. You said, Brother John, I didn't never do it. I ain't never do it, Brother Thomas talking about. I never drunk alcohol. I've never smoked dope. I've never done crack. I've never done sin. I've never done stuff like that. I tell you, but it's still at the same time you was born a sinner. Bible said that as in Adam all died, and so in Christ all live. Amen. But if you're in Adam, you died, go to hell without God. You say, so I, do I really need to be got back up? Oh, yes, you do. You need to be picked back up and put back on. Amen. I'm not saying that we lost our salvation. I'm saying Adam lost the relationship that we could have with God. And through Jesus dying on the cross, shedding his blood, giving his life, hey, God Almighty picked up what had been lost and put it back on where it ought to be. Amen. Avoid God's toolbox is a tool to put back on what was lost. Amen. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm glad I had something. I'm glad God in his toolbox of prayer had something to put back together put back together what I had lost. But I got thinking about this and I was lost when you were lost. I, that night when I that night when I got saved, I was not looking for God. I could care less. If they had preaching. You've heard me tell it before, but six hours away from home. They told me, they said, Mama said, dress good, because they are Christian people. I thought we was just riding go-karts and eating pizza. And, and, and I, I went down there thinking, Daddy, go-karts and pizza. Because my dad knows I love pizza. 
And anything that goes really fast is really awesome. Somebody say amen. Hey. And if it makes a whole lot of loud noise while it's doing it, hey. it's even better. Somebody say amen. Hey. I'm trying to figure out how my Toyota Camry can get dual exhaust with glass packs on both sides. I'm just kidding. I'll not do that. Y'all, hey. Adam, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Amen. That ain't going to work. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. It might sound like a beast, but it ain't going nowhere. Amen. That thing does zero to 40 in five minutes, I think it is. No, I'm just playing. Man, I, you know, I love stuff. I love go-karts. I love to race. And in fact, after I got saved, me and the preacher led me to the Lord. Uh, me and him got kicked out of the same go-kart track where I, where I got saved with that meeting. We got kicked out of that track for wrecking each other. So I'm not the only one who likes that stuff, all right? Amen. <laughs> me and him both got kicked out and couldn't ride nothing. He said, I'm not ever riding a go-kart with you again. He said, you ignorant. He said, you get people in trouble. I said, you hit me too. I wasn't the only one that done it, amen. Hey, it's two people. When people are hitting each other, it ain't, just, it ain't just one. Amen. He blamed it on me, but it wasn't just one. Amen. I love that preacher. Man, I love him to death. Man, I'm thinking back, you know, I got saved. I didn't go for, I didn't go for preaching. I didn't go to hear good gospel singing. I didn't go to hear a singing. I, I didn't. I thought all they was going to do was ride go-karts and eat pizza. I can handle that. I'd I handle that. I'd handle that right now. Amen. Amen, Brooke. I'd handle that now. I'd handle that then. I'd take that. Yeah, go cards and pizza. Yes, sir. Where's it going to be? I, I'm ready to go. I thought go cards and pizza every day. You can't beat that for three days. And nobody ever told me he's going to have preaching. I'm honest for God. Nobody said he's going to have preaching. So I come in there. And I know y'all have heard it before, but I say it again. I come in there, and all of a sudden, I'm thinking go-karts. I'm thinking pizza. And we're going to a big conference area. I thought, well, they must have so many young people come that they got to use the conference area for pizza. And I walk in the back door, and there's Chris Hazlip. I mean, I, I thought the man going to have a show enough heart attack on the, on the pulpit. He preached his gut. So I thought, Lord, have mercy. What? Oh, Lord, what have I got into? Oh, God, I won't go home. Oh, just let me go home. I didn't want to go this. <laughs> I didn't either. I won't be there for nothing in this world that I won't be there. But God was on my trail, and God was cornering me. Amen. He followed me all the way to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, followed me in that room, followed me to church, followed me everywhere I went. And I got saved second night of that meeting. God saved my soul. And I said that to say this. I may not have realized how bad I needed it, but I'm glad I had something that would put my life back together. That would hook me back up to what I fell from. That would hook me back up to what I had lost. Amen. When me and you were doomed to go to hell, when me and you were doomed to be lost, when me and you were doomed and bound in sin, ain't you glad there's a God who was able to put it back together? Amen. Amen. But I thought about that. But I thought about this. God gave me this thought. I got thinking about not only you need something to put back up there what got lost, but what if what you want to put back up is too far away to get to? Listen to this. Our Father, which art in heaven. Say, so what do you do, Brother John? 
When you ain't got no way to reach what you need to reach, but you know you got to put it back on, well, then you just get you an extension. That's all you do. Amen. You just get something that can reach what you need. You reach, you reach, you get a hold of something that'll reach down there where you need to reach to. It may not have reached before, but I'm glad prayer reaches the heart of God. I'm glad prayer reaches God. Amen. I'll never forget Maddie was, we had a little dog. She had a dog named Buddy. That dog died, but it's not alive now. But back then it was alive. Had a little dog named Buddy. That thing would ride for a long ways. Most irritating dog. And I wanted to kill him. But I didn't. So don't blame that on me. I didn't kill that dog. But I ain't going to say I did not want to kill him. Because I wanted him to die. Because that dude would run. Every time you got close to him, he'd run. I thought, let's just give him antifreeze. Just, just let me do something. Y'all know what I'm saying? Y'all never felt like that. Y'all never felt that bad, have you? I have. I have. I felt that bad before. I felt irritated. I didn't get, by the way, did not give man a freeze, I promise. Amen. Everybody watching on some kind of Facebook or something, I did not kill a dog. I promise. Lord have mercy. That'd be the one thing that they put on the news and tell the whole world you killed a dog. Amen. They put that on there before I killed a blood tone. Amen. Kill Brother Tony, it won't be that big a deal. I kill a dog. Lord have mercy. I mean, CNN and everybody else in the whole world will know about it. Amen. <laughs> but she had that dog is out in the backyard and that thing was running toward the field in the back and it's running out there toward the woods and Maddie was going to run after us and Maddie, Maddie, whoa, whoa, you can't go that far I said, you can't go that far he's gone too far for you to go and get him we'll just have to see if he comes back and boy, I started to walk back toward the house and the Holy Ghost said ain't you glad I have never said that ain't you glad I have never said that an individual has gone too far that an individual's gone so far that I cannot go and get him. He said, I can't go and get him. Well, I'm glad God can go and get sinners. You say, but John, I, I, I'm, I'm a pretty good person. And I don't need God to go far to get me. I'm sorry to tell you this, but you're sorry than dirt. Amen. I feel bad to have to tell you, but you should have went to hell. <laughs> hey, listen, I feel bad to tell myself, but I ought to went to hell too. Amen. So you wouldn't know just a little distance from God. God extended through the Lord Jesus Christ and reached to where you were. Got to where you were at. You ever been working on the engine? I know Brother Jimmy has been working on the engine. There's a boat way back over top of the engine, down there at the bottom, and you got to get over there somehow or another and get that thing on there. Brother Jimmy probably got longer extensions than that. Probably, don't you? You probably got some being and all kinds of stuff. Amen. That's about all I got. I don't hardly ever do that. Amen. Amen. God, you don't want me working on your car for engines. I'm telling you, I'm not, that's not my specialty. Amen. I'm not sure if I even have a specialty, but I do like, I do work for, I do work for my dad working on red houses. He had to tell you if there's anything special about it. I'm not too sure there is. But anyway, but I, you know, God's got something to reach you where you are. But Thomas talking about that lady that said, just let them go, let them go. Let them go on down there and get drug, drug addict. Drug addicts are stuck. Just let them go. Let them go. They ain't worth nothing. Boy, they're worth something to Jesus. They're worth something to God. 
They're worth so much to God that he gave his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die in their place, die for their sin, and take their place. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm glad that he took my place on Calvary so I would not have to go. I'm glad he paid my debt in full. Listen, I don't have to get saved and then get baptized to be saved. No, I'm saved. That moment I called on the Lord Jesus Christ and asked him for forgiveness, he saved me that very moment. Same thing for you. When you got saved, you ain't got to get baptized to get saved. You got saved, that's it. That's all it took. You ain't got to. You said, Brother John, well, I, I, I got to do some Hail Marys. Well, you definitely ain't got to do that. Somebody say, Amen. You ain't got to do that. Because it definitely ain't about Mary. No disrespect to people that think that, but I'm just telling you, it ain't about Mary tonight, this morning. It's all about Jesus. Say, Amen. Mary might have been a good vehicle through which the Lord Jesus came. Hey, but she was not the she was not the Savior. The Savior is the Lord Jesus. There is no other Savior. There is no other God. There is no other way. Bible says neither is there salvation any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Amen. He said, I've done some things I ought not do. Well, take a ticket and get in line. But Thomas said this morning, hey, grab your ticket and get in line. So I got some regrets. Well, grab a ticket, get in line with me. <laughs> I really messed it up at times. Me too. Hey, but ain't you thankful that God has got a long arm to get where you are? Amen. Hey, <laughs> Amen. Well, I'm glad God, and as the Bible said, his arm, neither is his arm shortened nor his ear heavy that he cannot hear. <laughs> and I'm telling you, God can still hear prayer and God can still reach people. Amen. Amen. Listen to this. I'm about to be done here in a moment. Right, let me give you this. I thought about not only a tool that refastens, a tool that reaches, and then a tool that removes. Well, I got thinking about this. If you ever done any kind of construction where you had to tear something up, and by the way, if I was going to tell you my favorite thing about construction, it would be to tear something up. Daddy's house. Daddy's, Daddy's house now he lives at what we found. We found an old sledgehammer, or found, a glass, found that glass that was, Daddy said he thought it might have been bulletproof. I said, let's just try it and see. And boy, I grabbed this humongous old sledgehammer. It's actually in the back. I forgot about it. I, I stole that. I'm bringing it back Monday. Amen. <laughs> it ain't stealing if you bring it back, right? Amen. It's going to be okay, right? I got that old sledgehammer, and I reared back, and I, I, boom, boy, I slung it, went running this way, and I hit that glass, that glass went, psh, I mean, in a billion pieces, didn't it? <laughs> it went flying. It, I, boy, and that, but there's something about that made me feel real good on the inside. <laughs> Y'all need to pray for me. I might have some real bad problems because <laughs> that really felt good. Amen. I'm telling you, I really enjoyed it. I ain't gonna lie to you. I really liked hitting that glass. Say, so what if what if I happened again? I'd do it again. I enjoyed it. Amen. <laughs> I don't know if I enjoyed it good enough to break a glass. I had to pay for it, but I enjoyed hitting that one. Because it had to get moved anyway. I Man, I got thinking about that old. Boy, I like a hammer. I like an even hammer. Boy, I like a hammer. A hammer that hammer that hits good. I, 
I watch people hit right here. Boy, I always hate that. Yeah, well, nothing. They have right there. Get that. <laughs> we sitting there working one day. My dad's telling me a story. And I, I'm going. I'm going somewhere. You ain't with me for me. I'm going somewhere. Oh God, my, my my grandpa was working, and 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 another guy was telling him said, "Man, grip up on that hammer." He said, "You need to get down on that bottom of that hammer. Stop holding it so high, choking that thing." He got down there lower. He said, "He would never do that. He kept on keeping it right there where he had it." Other guy said, "Man, use all that hammer. You gotta get all that hammer. You gotta get all that boom." Oh! Gotta get all that hammer. Said he was bleeding and screaming and a hot boy went home. <laughs> he went home. Ended up going home. But I'm telling you, let's say this: I like because I like to knock something down. I like to break stuff. I do. That's bad. It's Baptist. I think it's Baptist blood. Got you know when you get saved and you get and you become a Baptist. You just get that blood in you. It makes you want to break something. Anybody agree? <laughs> sure seems like it, don't it? Amen. Now, with that hammer on that backside, I got thinking about this. God's got a toolbox to pull something loose. He got a toolbox to pull something loose. Say, what's that? What are you talking about? Bible, listen, listen to what the Bible says. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be thy name. If I take this hammer, I'm not going to do it. If I took this hammer... And I put it right there where that, where that frame, that door is. And I pop that door off. And I've separated, I separated that frame, that frame from that door. He said, where are you going with this? I'm going, I'm going there here with it. It's why I feel like I got to read and I got thinking about God. Separated. His name is separated. That word hallowed means separated. It means different than any other. It means separate, not the same. And what a hammer does on the backside of that thing, a lot of times you'll separate something from what it's connected to. And I'll tell you, Jesus' name is not connected to my name. And His name is not connected to your name. And His name is not connected to the best preacher that you know, or the best person that you know. His name is not connected to any of them. His name is far above all names. There is no name that even begins to declare or, or even compare to the Lord Jesus' His name. In fact, the Bible said his name is above all and that the things in heaven the things on earth and the things in hell bow to the name of Jesus amen say why because his name ain't my name if you say my name there's failure attached to my name there's some stuff I've failed at. Hey, some things I've not done all the way right that I wish I would have. Hey, but I'm glad when you go to Jesus' name, hey, you don't find one fault, one failure, nothing he's ever done wrong. Amen. You don't find failure attached to his name. Amen. He's separate. He's separate. Bible says holy. Undefiled. <laughs> He's holy. Undefiled. Separate from sinners. You name any preacher you want to name this morning. You name the best person you know this morning. And they're all sinners. You name the president. I, and I thank God for the president. But I'm telling you at the same point in time, he's a sinner. Amen. Hey, you name everybody in office. You name everybody as preachers. You name everybody as people. And we're all sinners. You name your favorite basketball player. They're sinners. Favorite football player. They're sinners. We're sinners. His name is far above all names. Amen. 
You can't name a better name. <laughs> Somebody said at his name, fevers leave. <laughs> at his name, dead people get up. At his name, withered hands are made whole. Amen. At his name, blind people can see. At his name, crippled people can walk. I tell you, when Jesus passed by, he made a difference when he passed by. Amen. Amen. He has a tool that removes. And by remove, I mean it separates. It separates him from everybody else. I like what he said in Isaiah 45. He said, I'm God, and there is none else. He said, I'm God, none like me. Then he said this, I looked and beheld on my left hand, and there was none. I looked and beheld on my right hand, there was none. He said, I am God, and there is none else. <laughs> he looked on his left to see if he could find Muhammad anywhere, but Muhammad wasn't nowhere to be found. He looked on his right to see if he could find Confucius, but there wasn't no Confucius to be found. Hey, he looked everywhere to find all these people that everybody's put their faith in, but they're dead and in the grave and no hope. But our Savior on the third day had the tomb. He got up. He got up. Amen. He got up from the grave. He's alive and well. I thought about this. <laughs> Listen to this. I'll give you this. A tool to reopen. The Bible said right here, I've gave you a tool to refasten what had been lost. A tool to reach God. A tool to remove and put God separate from sinners. But then a tool to reopen. Prayer gives you a tool. This is what said, Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. As in heaven, so in earth. I, I don't know why I had all this on my mind so much. I don't notice. I might just be crazy. It might be what it is. But I got thinking about we moved these speakers. That tool's going to get to me here, man. We moved these speakers to where they are. Our brother Johnny was being a blessing. You say, why? Because I am too fat to get in that cross place. It's like laugh. I am. Amen. I ain't lying. I, can't, I ain't getting up. Brother Corey, God bless him. He, he was getting up there today. God bless people that skinny. Or, 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 just, or just not as big as I did. I'm level though. My bubble's in the middle. Somebody say amen. But I had to drill up through that hole. And to get what Johnny had to me, there had to be a hole putting that ceiling to get that to me. I had to put a hole in the ceiling to get what Johnny had for me to have. He put that cord down through that hole. He said, Brother John, where are you going? To get what God wants me to have, i got to use the tool of prayer, put a hole, and so God can give me what I need. You say, what is it that you need? I need to be submissive. I need us to surrender. I need to let God give me what he wants to give me. I need thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. How on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. I'm saying that to say this. Hey, listen, it ain't what you want. It's not what I want. It's what he wants. Amen. It's not what you believe. It's not what I believe. It's not your opinion or my opinion. It's what he says. That's what goes. Amen. 
Somebody said that he said it. I believe it. That settles it. That ain't it. He said it. That settles it. Don't matter if you believe it. Amen. You say it does matter. No, it don't. You believe it or not believe it. You do whatever you want to do with truth, but truth is truth whether anybody believes it. Amen. I said truth is truth whether anybody believes it. Prayer puts a hole in the clouds and lets God give you what you need. And by the way, I said what you need. Amen. I didn't say a Ferrari. I didn't say a $6 billion jet so you can fly around and talk to your friends about it. Amen. He gives you what you need. So I'm hungry. Ask God. He'll feed you. So I'm thirsty. Ask God. He'll give you something to drink. I need a house. God will give you something to live in. I need a car to drive. Ask God. He'll give you a car to drive. I need clothes. Ask God. He'll give you clothes to wear. And God does it every day. You have not because you ask not. Thy will. I want to put a hole. I want to put a hole in the sky of prayer. So God give me what I need. I need to submit to His will. Let me say a tool to request. Well, I got thinking about this. There's times you're on a job and you got to ask for something. You got to ask direction of what to do. Brother Mike, I know you know this. Brother Mike's over a group of guys. Well, I know he knows what we're talking about. Hey, sometimes you got to say, hey, uh, we don't have what we need down here. Could you send a, about ten more tuba fours and two more tuba sixes and, and some floor joists, if you would? I, we, we need or some or some joist hangers. We need we need some stuff down here. Could you send it on? Could you send it on its way? I sure would appreciate that. And then you can call, get what you need. I tell you what, every every man that works on anything needs. He's so what he's a way to get in contact with somebody that can help him. Amen. Hear me, I tell you this in life. I, well, this Bible said, give us day by day our daily bread. I need a way to contact the only person that can help me. That's God. Amen. He made a way for me to contact the only one that can help me. Amen. You say, boy, I'm burdened today. I'm having a bad day. Hey, pick up your phone. It's in your toolbox. Pick your phone up. It's in your toolbox. I'm talking about pick up the phone of prayer. It's in your toolbox. Lord, I've been having a bad day. And it's just not going good. Would you please help me? God, would you please touch me and do what I can't do for myself? I'm having a hard day. It's bad. It's not going good. Please help me, oh God. I'm glad there's a connection with God. I'm glad there's a God listening on the other end. If you talk to somebody... And you didn't hear nobody talking back. You'd say, boy, the call, call dropped, didn't it? Amen. Hey, but listen, on God's phone, there's always somebody talking on the other end. There's always somebody talking on the other end. Hey, listen, you go talking to him, he'll talk back to you. If not by the Holy Ghost, he'll do it by his word. He only talks back in two ways. That's the word of God and the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Let me give you this. The request. A tool to refine. He said, forgive us. I don't know about you, but I need that. He said, I don't really need that. Then God bless you. God bless you. By the way, he wrote this to save people. I'm about, I'm about done. Listen to this. I'm about done. Let me ask you. Have you failed God since you got saved? 
We went to a church one time. Malia, I let Malia went to the prayer room. A lady stood. If I'm right, Malia, she's about 70, something like that. Stood and testified. She said, I, had, I have been saved for however many years, and I have never one time failed the Lord. Ain't that what she said? I'm going to tell you one or two things. She was Jesus, or she was a liar. And I'm pretty sure that it was the second one. I'm pretty sure she wasn't Jesus. Amen. I'm pretty sure she wasn't the Lord. In fact, I'm 100% sure she wasn't the Lord. But I tell you this, we fail God every day. We mess up every day. We don't want to admit it because we try to, you know, put off the air that child, that children of God are perfect and we don't ever fail God. Hey, listen, I want the whole world to come in here to church. Hey, you say, why? Because I want to know this is a place to get help. Amen. I ain't trying to beat everybody down, man. We got such a bad reputation for that. Man, we do. We got a terrible reputation for beating everybody in the world. I'm not talking about our church specifically, but Baptists in general got a good reputation of kicking somebody when they're down. They fall down the ground and say, oh, I hate you fell like that. Oh, boy. I knew you'd fall. I knew it. I knew it the whole time. I told you. I told you. That really helped them a whole lot, I'm sure. You just gave them all kinds of blessings right there. You just absolutely blessed and thrilled their soul when you stomped them in the ground like that. I bet that helped them. And they, they really going to get right now. You just wait. Now they're really going to get right since you stomped them in the ground. They're really going to get right now. <laughs> Am I right? God help us. I ain't trying to run everybody down. I want to help somebody. Hey, listen, I know what it's like to be bankrupt in life before you get saved. I'm talking about feeling like I have nothing to give. Nothing God wants. But he took it anyway. And then after getting saved, I failed the Lord. I messed up at times. But I'm glad there's a God with forgiveness. Amen. There's a God with forgiveness. There's a God who loves us so much that when He saves us, He saves us forever. And then we mess up, He forgives us when we mess up. Amen. Ain't you glad we got a God who forgives? Amen. Oh, yes. I don't want the God that some of these people have. That He don't want to help nobody after they messed up. Hey, keep that God. That ain't the God of the Bible. Hey, that ain't Jesus. Amen. Hey, the Jesus I've got wants to help sinners. Hey, the Jesus I've got wants to help people when they messed up. The Jesus I've got burning down on the inside wants to help sinners. Amen. Oh, yes. Amen. I say this, you ought to have a rag. God's got a rag in his, in his toolbox. So what's a rag for? When you've messed up, say, well, we've got to get that off of there. One thing I hate doing worse than anything, well, I don't know what I hate worse than anything, but I don't like it too good sometimes, is doing caulking. And getting that rag out, got it? Really, really it's just because I ain't good at it. It really ain't that bad. Take that, take that rag and 
rub that across that caulking to get that caulking to look good. And then it gets up top and it gets to the bottom. And I'm like, oh. Then you rub it again. And you finally get it right. After about the 15th swipe, it finally looks okay. Amen. Amen. You ever, you ever got your hands dirty? Filthy? You ever got your floor filthy? Had to get down there with a rag to wipe it up? Get on a vacuum cleaner? Ain't you glad God got a spiritual vacuum cleaner and a spiritual rag to wipe us up? Clean us up when we've done wrong? Clean us up when we ain't got everything right? Man, I'm glad God ain't looking at a bunch of perfect little Barbie doll Christians. Hey, but he's looking at people who's got failures. Hey, when they run to an altar and say, God, I'm sorry, I messed up this week. I ain't done right this week. God just gets out the, the Holy Ghost rag filled with blood and wipes it all over their sin. That's it's okay. I'll wipe it away. Let's try again this week. Let's try again. Let's try it again. Let's do it one more time. Amen. 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 I say this, a tool to re-loosen. Boy, I ain't going to preach all that, but I will say this. To re-loosen something, I brought, I brought this impact. And the impact will re-loosen something. I ain't the most powerful in the world, but it'll re-loosen something. It definitely ain't the best looking one in the world. But it will break something loose. Have I thought about re-loosening stuff? Man, I, one thing you got to do, if you ever got something that just won't break loose, Sometimes you got to put some oil on it. And I didn't say oil. Oil. Somebody say amen. That's how you're supposed to say it. Amen. In fact, me and Malia went to Walmart last yesterday, and they had a tour bus at Walmart. I said, you know you are a redneck when you tour Walmart in Elkin, North Carolina. You're in redneck capital of the world when you tour Walmart. Amen. Y'all agree with that? I, I thought that's pretty much right myself. But anyway, man, you got to put oil on it. You ever had to put oil on something let it sit overnight? Then come back next morning to break it loose? That oil is a type of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Ain't you glad you let something simmer overnight with oil on it? Come back next morning and break that thing loose. But I'm glad one day I thought about that word, deliver us. He said, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. Deliver us from evil. That means, that means break me loose from what I can't get loose from. Hey, take me off of what I can't get off of. I'm glad God can break you loose. God can get you loose. Hey, God can break loose on whatever you need broke loose in your life. If you stand your feet, eyes closed, head bowed, I'm leave you come up in. God spoke to your heart, you come on this morning.